When I saw Blue Maja trending, I swore I was going to turn to the page and see a whole bunch of officers. And that was the whole entire idea's first mistake. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Hole Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Years and Years. This is episode three. Written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Simon Sellian Jones. I gave this episode a 9.6 out of 10. I really enjoyed it. I love this family with all their flaws, and things are starting to completely crumble in differing aspects of everyone's lives. Let's get into the recap immediately because I got other shit to do. (laughs) Like try to find time to watch Knives Out before I do six hours of overtime tomorrow and then go to the store because everybody be taking that Walmart delivery and I'm really shitty about it because I was on it for the longest. But because, you know, DeWine said, y'all fools need to get your ass up in the house. And more people decided to start utilizing that. So here we are needing to go to to the store or waiting Monday for my groceries at 9 p.m. Viv Rook is on TV talking about how everyone got fucked in the banking crisis and that swearing is what people do. And that in the general election, people should have to take an IQ test to vote. The family link is on. And the only one appalled, really, is Daniel. This sounds appealing, particularly in America, but once you open that geyser of repression, especially around the vote, shit gets hella slippery, as power is only given to a certain group, and that's never great for anyone. You really don't have to take my word for it. Just jump into a history book, and you will see that lesson repeated over and over and over again and it's still rather debated in some parts of the world a few are called out in the family for being hypocritical because they know they have said it before i've said it before we've all said it before saying it is not the same as trying to implement it i say let them motherfuckers go to space and if shit pop off there well then they took those chances and as i say that you best believe it's gonna be the one percent up there trying to lord it over us so i have to think about that whole idea too and hope that when we get to the point where we want to actually colonize the moon i will be no longer a part of this world because <laughs> i that would just take my anxiety to a whole nother level can you imagine someone like trump getting to the fucking moon jesus You're going to be praying every night a damn asteroid hits it. But then there goes our fucking moon. And we need it for the gravity around Earth. Because most people don't know how science works. So let's just not get into that conversation. Because quite frankly, space in general gives me hemorrhoids. I just cannot deal with the whole entire concept of it. I love the expanse. 14 fucking days it comes back. And everything about the expanses is why <laughs> I am scared about humanity going and living in fucking space. 
we ain't there yet and hopefully we got a long ass time before we will be so i like that daniel was the first one called out because he kind of is the biggest hypocrite i think out of everyone in the family so i like that both edith and rosie called him out on that and that's the thing once you sign on for these certain ideas about systematic oppression even though it's been put upon the black american community for a very long time it does not solve very much anything (laughs) all it does is continue to take freedoms away celeste takes umbrage at the fact that muriel doesn't consider anything other than physical labor work steven announces it's his dad's 70th birthday next year and that they should all go to lessinger lessiter somewhere in britain to see him rosie said so muriel said how is that relevant I was wondering what caused such rancid anger and we got the answer in this episode apparently steven is the only one who tries to keep in contact with the old man but everyone else is like eh. nope viv finishes her speech on tv saying that only the clever ones are, or can decide or something to that effect and everyone is ignoring how dangerous she is with daniel really being the only one that senses that she is trouble it is now 2026 and we have our inaugural beginning of the episode of catching up with what's happening in the world pharmaceutical companies have gone uh bankrupt at least some have affecting drug companies as well ruby has epilepsy they are running out of prescriptions victor was going to get smuggled or going to apply for asylum in france but now they deport anyone without a visa so closing gates to refugees and immigrants so he is stuck in ukraine bethany meets lizzie someone like her and when they did show each other their hand palms she was so excited to meet someone like her and they both work as data sweepers monitoring russian interference that (laughs) there were several mentions of russian interference even later on in the episode if you're reading some of the things because that's what i do because i'm a nerd it says russian did not russian interference didn't affect the uk polls they're doing such a trump thing it i mean it's so blatantly there i love it I mean they're just dragging him through dog doo-doo and i i hope anyone seeing this show can make the correlation daniel goes to call victor dude is sprung as hell because four times in one morning like sir you better get your ass out this bed if you call me four times in the am you best believe on the second ring i'm turning the damn phone off <laughs> like if i wanted to pick up on the first ring i would have picked up on the first ring but when he thinks it's victor calling him back it is not it's a very scary ukrainian officer and a few others in his apartment going through his things and very very transparently 
threatening him or threatening victor about his relationship to him saying you're basically his sugar daddy he then freaks out makes many calls runs to yvonne's like can we talk about how yvonne is the best friend ever because he just showed up at work when he already called off and they said we need you and he said well i don't give a shit then went to work and started talking to his co-worker <laughs> about his boyfriend then runs out of work and gets a call from victor and he's fine he got away to odessa with only a two-minute warning leaving everything behind including his phone while it isn't currently illegal he tells celeste and steven and muriel at their house it uh soon will be because they've gone far right the people's party are going to make it illegal very soon what was that look celeste gave him maybe because he says it's not just a couple of nutters i don't know if you want to classify everyone as nutters like i my mother and my sister do not believe in gay marriage they do not it's not what they necessarily support it's against their i guess religious beliefs even though i don't consider my sister particularly religious i think that it's just something she has been taught to or feels a certain need to not be what's the word i'm looking for she she doesn't openly like support the concept but she's not someone who will bash someone for being if that makes any type of sense like she's not cool with it but she's not about to tell anyone else how what to do with themselves and there are people who don't feel that way and they're religious my mother again going back to referencing her she thinks it religiously it's not like she's not okay with it however she didn't love or not love my cousin dearly brought him in her house even when he ripped her off and he was gay and she did not not love him like a son so i think that to call everyone who doesn't agree with or think that gay marriage should be illegal it is a catch-22 because it doesn't mean that they would be fine with people being hunted down it also doesn't mean that they would because you could see from her look like she was wanting the best from him and you know considering how less lib or more liberal rosie is she was kind of not as supportive people are complicated flawed beings and i think her remark was to say you can't classify everyone who doesn't support gay marriage as evil or worse crazy because that's not the case and then we're going to get to something he does a little bit later that really throws me just a bit for a loop we also have steven who is a carrier courier he delivers packages and it looks like it is awful just awful rosie offers luck at crossing the border illegally because that's what they're gonna have to do but then like me <laughs> with my sister my youngest sister when she be making some very questionable decisions be like look i am trying to be supportive but at the same time what the fuck 
fuck are you talking about you about to cross the border this sounds is he giving him money you know he giving him money he's supporting this man it does look a little and he's six years older yeah you open yourself to side commentary and the fact that you cheated on your husband with him yeah daniel you're going to get some side eye judgment from the siblings but there's a lot to go around and that's normal i think that's hella normal and i did laugh because they both reminded me just of me and my my um other sister like what do you mean you met him off of you're going out you're going to go to england to meet him but you only knew him for a week though i mean you just had you were in love with someone in jamaica last week though and it wouldn't even be bad if you didn't have fucking two kids already though <laughs> it's like you can't just make these free as a bird decisions even i want to marry a man from freaking great britain but i'm not even stepping in that direction until she 18 at the very least 14 okay 13 because i don't know <laughs> if i can hold out that long i need me some no i'll just probably go on vacation and get me some love in my life i am very much digressing let's get back onto the topic at hand the other child is lost in technology we have not heard him say a word in a really long time and the fact that lincoln barely talks as well maybe it's just because he's not meant to be a huge part of the story but considering we started with his birth (laughs) i thought he would be a much larger part of the story but the other kid he is every time you see him he is divorced from life and that shit is real people do have a tendency to delve deep into a fantasy world because it's sometimes more enticing than reality edith says she is going to have a fun day with lincoln instead uses him to role play being a girl named Susie, so she can get access to a building to scan their computer steal data and pass it along to someone named zamona a very common thing it seems and lincoln wants to keep the ribbons link is like i'm a girl now and my name is Susie. steven has fallen far and hard and so has the astrologer from oxford along with him there is a certain survivalist instinct i think to growing up poor to understanding strife the struggle tragedy and trauma how it molds you to be a bit more resilient i'm not saying steven is made of weaker sauce but steven is made of weaker sauce (laughs) granted he fell very far from where he was at but when you don't have those types of instincts it can put you down to the point where you can't really get back up and you start making very sloppy ass decisions which he does because he has a lot of self-loathing because he his worth was tied to what he made and how much money and that is can be detrimental it's not to say you shouldn't have pride in making that dollar because i know i do but at the same time it does build a little humility when you come from a (laughs) i should say a smaller or a further position down than where he and celeste fell rosie is introduced to steam heated meals and it's so good that she is now out of a job 
because the government had to bail out banks thus cut school funding at daniel's 37th birthday party that is more of a birthday party than i have ever thrown myself in life where daniel is also paying for it because he's the only one in the family making dollar dollar bills y'all rosie announces that she's being laid off and her gay brother is paying <laughs> steven invites some friends over from work and introduces celeste and things are pretty testy between them because he says he has five jobs and she's got three to pay for what y'all are living rent free i mean maybe not rent free but come on Marilyn's house pay for ain't much y'all paying her other than groceries and maybe the bills what what the hell are y'all what y'all paying for her? the other one's 18 and got her own job what, what? I, i'm a little uh, maybe it's because no because they so they didn't have the same car and shit i don't i'm confuddled i mean i know a lot of people have to work a lot of jobs to do a lot of things but what what you trying to keep up with the joneses because y'all far far from them and that's what's causing bitterness between them money edith has multiple family members involved in her espionage as she had asked for bethany to look into the whole white clef thing was it white clef or white white lot i don't know into all that but lizzie did it and then she leaves because she says didn't you hear the company went bust she's also lying about how she is a part of charity shit mario mentions how anyone barely mentions hang Xiao anymore with celeste pointing out that it did in fact ruin her life the consequences i mean yes the forty-five thousand people dying was the tragedy but the fallout of that was even more felt and i love when she said i know darling <laughs> like she's probably had to hear her say it so many times like this is what ruined my life <laughs> edith helped take down a corporation with plans to build syrian concentration camps so she is still an activist muriel does not need to be disappointed that she is not working to take down governments and shit and this helps mp viv rook but what the hell is an orange burger made out of orange peels that sounds disgusting and never to be at a barbecue in which black people will reside they mother and ruby celeste and ruby wonder if liz and bethany are a thing and then wonder if edith and the one neighbor is a thing because edith has done shit <laughs> then celeste spots her husband being hella chatty and smiley and intimate with his co-worker lord lizzie and this girl well lizzie convinces bethany to pay for both of them to have transhuman surgery as she's contacted a woman that can do it oh lord then daniel gets up after some dancing to tell everyone that victor is safe after some very dangerous crossing illegal borders and daniel books the conjugal suite in spain or madrid one or the other to be with him then we find out that steven and that chick is having an affair i didn't catch her name which we knew we all been new celeste been new and all he does is bitch about work and then i realized oh my god he brought her to the fucking house shame 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 and then gonna tell her not to use her name 
like what the hell you mean not to use her name don't bring it here but you're gonna decide to introduce your wife to her and y'all smashing you trash you trash yes and if your mother was looking down on you she would kill you indeed he brings up the fact that because she's like celeste said you have five jobs he's like a pizza delivery guy he's got three courier jobs and he also donates uh he's also a drug guinea pig (laughs) and that celeste has jobs as a bookkeeper for the schools and he brings up how she never complains and because he feels in that he can put his dick in another woman to feel better about himself and i'm not feeling anything for him i get he's got self-loathing but at the same time it's earned at least the chick knows what is what and she's like what are you talking about y'all got this huge ass fucking house why don't you try selling that and y'all can sail through the recession maybe she don't know he don't own that house though (laughs) and that it's grand's and she says look i lost 20k you need to understand you are luckier than even you think because my ass is in this studio apartment she didn't register her address which apparently makes you ineligible to vote and this is also problematic because once you have recessions and things like that that's why a lot of people got out there to encourage people to vote you don't want to give in to depression or the world feels so fucked up that nothing's ever going to change it so you simply tune out and you don't vote i was guilty of it myself at one point in my life so i'm not going to pretend that i'm on some type of cross here i understand the the feeling clearly I, i was pessimistic and i'm still cynical about it i mean i don't look at biden and go oh my god i really like that guy no i don't (laughs) i don't i would have voted for a fucking piece of gum instead of trump so that's the guy we got and he seems to be relatively all right but i'm not looking at him like man you're gonna solve all my problems you're not you can't (laughs) you just can't it's still got a lot of work to do guys it's 60 years before we're even really addressing the real systematic issues and that's after what fucking hundreds of years that we decided to actually pick up guns and shoot each other over the issue so no that shit's got a lot of work to be done it's a call that he missed that his father was die or his father has died because he was too busy getting coitus he calls the family on the family link after driving around dropping off some packages and crying he says not muriel or celeste dad's uh dead he tells everyone jacqueline called and then i realized oh this is another woman but why isn't daniel being kept to the same standards because he's a cheater too apparently cheating runs in the lion's gene apparently he was hit by a bike got a scratch it turned into sepsis sepsis the antibiotics didn't work so organ failure and he died today rosie is less empathetic because he left and had a whole another family then ignored them and then i realized okay that's gonna cause some hate daniel getting all up rosie's ass when he ain't shed one tear his eyes were drier than the sahara desert 
rosie is taking it really bad crying that she thinks dad leaving we find out was due to her condition she basically did all the math and realized like no he wasn't just a cheater he went with jacqueline had a whole nother child and i think he didn't want the burden of a disabled child and her and edith toast to shame on father's head just a huge emotional moment a lot of them in this episode election day viv continues to break rules now having her own four star channel to campaign on election day steven votes labor now you vote where your money is <laughs> you was conservative now he's part of the labor party celeste she's conservative because she still wants to or has this desire to be ambitious to achieve mario votes for viv and so does rosie my daughter gonna yell out i called her name i'm like what you doing my? i ain't called your middle name <laughs> y'all hear me say celeste oh yeah i did child's middle name i said who the hell is celeste that's what we get for naming you all them fucking names in the hospital on drugs i thought we decided mahari now her name's maya well fine i fucking like mahari well their name's gonna be maya celeste mahari green who the hell did that like he was supposed to come out being a celebrity you better make us money with that whole damn name <laughs> i can't believe i just totally blanked out too i'm like who the hell is wait what do you mean i said her name or said her middle name anyhow dan he votes conservative say what maybe that's why celeste was giving him that look (laughs) edith said fuck it and i was like oh that's how i feel when i don't want to vote for any candidate (laughs) i showed up this was disappointing goodbye then they're all off to dad's funeral Muriel is celebrating dad's death (laughs) while Lizzie and Beth are off to Liverpool planning what can only be a travesty which is exactly what it turns out to be I don't understand why they needed to lie though they are 18 wait they dad named his two firstborn sons Stephen get the fuck out my face with that shit I don't give a goddamn whose great grandpa you name no you do not get to have the same first no that's so disrespectful dad is being dissolved and they are trashing the shit out of the fact that he is being dissolved because y'all this shit sounds really trife they are going to liquefy him boil him then flush him down a toilet (laughs) and let me tell you something when they went over to Muriel, who I thought was considering her in life choices, no, she was investigating on how he was being <laughs> buried and then going to the bathroom and flush the toilet to tell Vince goodbye. That was hysterical. Then you see these children about to get on this huge ass cruise boat. And once again, I'm like, this cannot go anywhere good. And then damn, they find out dad sold his company for 75,000 pounds and left his four children shit. 
Steven then comes by with a V. He's a pharmacist <laughs> to give them all a vial of his liquid and Edith drinks it to piss off Jackie. Rosie wonders why Edith didn't show up to mom's funeral and she says she couldn't. Rosie thinks mom wouldn't be proud of her because she's got one kid or two children and no job and one where the daddy is not even with her edith says no she wouldn't and thinks that she would be ashamed of the things that she done then you have daniel coming out well wonder how what she'll think of my crazy life choices but steven drops the biggest bomb by saying not explicitly but if she knew what he did she'd kill him he hopes she ain't really looking down he hopes that's not real and then the kids hug and cry and i was like y'all really trying to make me misty and i'm not about to cry tonight and i did not i'm so proud of myself because usually the tears be flowing i was laughing when i saw on celeste's uh computer that village denies electing pig now mimi may have alluded to it but if you don't recognize the actor that plays steven watch a little show called black mirror and there is a pig involved and that is all i will say because you have to watch it for yourself you have to watch the black mirror episode what is it called oh damn it i really want it now i'm like i need to know why i'm googling that um bethany calls mom crying and says that i need your help she won't tell her what it is she asked Muriel not to call Steven because she called her and she gets to the hospital and she is told, yeah, this is a common thing. First, it was with uh, like liposuction surgery. Then there was trans uh, sex changing surgery. And now it's transhuman. It's people from different places of the world showing up with a cruise ship doing some botched ass surgery job and then dipping out leaving them with a fucked up digital eye because that's exactly what lizzie got i told you what did i tell you didn't i tell you because i told you mm-hmm. and when did i tell you a long time ago and what did i say will happen when i told you exactly what just happened and luckily bethany got scared and didn't do it when they said that she was next and that pretty much saved her from losing an eye because lizzie she ain't getting her eye back it's junk and then we find out that when she is to call dad that celeste had i guess you could buy this fingerprint technology shit she got onto steven's phone and found some explicit text confirming what she already knows so she's not gonna call him because when she does it goes to voicemail anyway and she says that you know you being scared is what saved you but also your dad worked hard for that ten thousand dollars and we could have used it but he wanted you to have it and you blew it giving it away to someone else but then hugs her because that's what you do when you love your child and i love when she said that there's nothing you could do that would make me hate you there's nothing I might be angry, I might be furious, but I will never hate you. You're my baby. I will always be there for you. Coming back from the funeral, 
they learn on the radio that vivian rook has won except no it's not a radio you can actually have the tv in the car it's rather awesome and extremely dangerous jesus christ and she denounces the tories and the labor party she's queen b and everyone's gonna have to step to her tune rosie doesn't even comprehend when dan's like are you happy she's like yeah he's like you're a a moron but i'm gonna keep that to myself (laughs) then steven sees a bicyclist and he is hella triggered i thought he was gonna run him off the road thank god no he waited for him to deliver a package the same package he saw or delivery or i guess he almost got ran over by one of the guys whatever and he takes his car and (laughs) runs that bike all the way over new world i loved edith stare the whole time she's like "Uh uh-huh you look like you're about to go through a major meltdown (laughs) and this is the beginning and that's how you're going to uh apparently just greet that meltdown coming your way it has begun and before we jump into the feedback it's national anthem the black mirror episode check that shit all the way out and let me know in my inbox what you thought let's get into the feedback we got both ladies in the house tonight let's start off with queen mimi what up christina it's mimi i uh just finished watching years and years i watched um episode two and episode three um i guess i can give feedback for a little bit of two as well um but um this is mainly for episode three this show is very interesting i will say that I don't know that it would be something I would have watched without you um, put it on the roster. But I mean, I'm actually very intrigued. Um, I, I was pleasantly surprised that you have it on the roster twice. I did not expect that. So I'm glad I saw that. So I know um, Tuesday, it looked like Tuesday and Friday is what we're watching it. Um, it doesn't matter. Um, but so um first thing i want to talk about i'm not really gonna go scene by scene i just want to like touch on the characters a little bit um vivian i don't know why but she reminds me of trump like i feel like she says shit for for like shock value but because of it it's hard to know what she even stands for and it's hard to follow what the hell she's even talking about most of the time i'm sorry i don't like her she seems very manipulative and the fact that she wouldn't campaign she was only going on her own channel that seems kind of trumpish i don't know if we're supposed to like her i personally don't i'm not saying one way or another but i if i can't get a handle on your stance i can't vote for you um if you're a loose cannon and you could go either way and do anything at any time that's not anything i want anything to do with and i feel like that's what she is i don't really know how we're supposed to take her but i don't like her i don't like her not even a little bit wasn't surprised she won though i don't know what that means for them because i have no idea what the parliament is i have no idea and i'm not even gonna pretend to even know 
Um, so I see we're in 2026. So it's been what two years since that um, since America uh, bombed that island, and apparently Pence is president now, which is funny because Biden, who was actually vice president to Obama, actually won. That's that's funny. Like I have no doubt in my mind that something similar would have happened because whoever would have been like if Trump got two years whoever been president after him if they were Republican would definitely be his puppet I can see that because he puts people in place that really don't have a backbone we can see that now with the way they're acting um they won't even tell this man he lost and if someone does they miraculously lose their job he got about what like um maybe a month and a half left in office and who knows what his stupid ass can get into it's actually pretty disturbing to think about um i will say the when vivian was talking about the iq test i i know that for a fact one of the things that this pandemic really opened my eyes to is the fact that grown-ass people aren't as smart as they think they're especially americans we are probably the dumbest and i feel like if they did have an iq test the majority of Americans would not get a 70. There's no way. Most of them have a understanding level and a reading comprehension of a maybe a third or a fourth grader. That's why that Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader show does so well because most of us aren't. And it's not just, you know, historical knowledge or social studies. It's like basic understanding of reading comprehension of things, you know, being able to read something, understand it being able to add numbers together the fact that people can't can't understand simple math with this election is a prime example so if they did do that i think the amount of people that would be eligible to vote would be really small small and i wouldn't even say that it would be like even the rich folks like you're not gonna tell me donald trump is smarter than me there's absolutely no way i feel like his ass wouldn't get a 70 I don't even think he's of average intelligence. I think he's pretty stupid. Um, that's why he's a terrible businessman. And anyone, people are like, oh my God, what he did with the economy. Like, he couldn't even handle his own money. If he didn't come from rich, a rich daddy, that fool would be living in a box somewhere. People shouldn't be able to file bankruptcy as many times as that fool has. But anyway, I digress. So I thought that was an interesting point. If it happened in America, I think the actual amount of people that voted would actually go down. And I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not even saying it would be all Trump supporters. I think people just in general in America are not as smart as they think they are. The average person is pretty stupid. And I just know that from my job, um, trying to educate these fools that think they know everything. And I could tell by what you're saying that you don't know. And then when I try to tell you that you're wrong, uh, well, clearly the brown girl can't know. I'm a white man in this country. I'm smarter than her. That's usually the vibe I get. But you look, my job is to educate you. Whether you believe me or not, that's on you. Don't take your medication. Let Don't get the surgery. Your foot's going to fall off and you're going to die. I don't care. Don't don't eat better and let the diabetes take your your limbs. I don't give a shit. I'm going to I'm going to walk out of here with both my feet. You're not. So if you don't care about your blood sugar, motherfucker, why should I? That's literally my rule. Um, I'm telling you not to eat that because your blood sugar is in the 500s and 
insulin is not meant to control your blood sugar it's to help you so that you can use food choices to better your body don't produce insulin because you're too big so i'm just trying to tell you that if you ate better you wouldn't need insulin but you know like i said it's your body so americans are stupid um i am sad about victor but i knew when he when um what's his name daniel's uh ex-husband well soon to be ex-husband um saw him at the gas station i didn't know what was gonna happen but i didn't i knew it was gonna be good i'm just sad that he got deported because um the man's petty like me personally i'm not saying he doesn't have the right to be angry but i just to me even if victor knew the man was married which we we know he didn't because before they even smashed daniel called it his boyfriend he knew he was in a relationship i'm not saying that makes it right a a relationship is a relationship but it if victor wanted daniel and daniel said no i'm in a relationship that would have been the end of it so for him to be mad at victor to take it out on victor's life to get him deported that is the pettiest shit i ever seen and i and to me i can't understand people like that you have a right to be upset you even have the right to maybe want to get even i'm not saying i would do it because i know for a fact that no matter how petty you are it's not going to change the fact that he chose victor over you you're still going to be in a divorce and he's still going to be over here in love with the man who got deported so you're really not gaining anything by being petty i can't imagine you feel good like i don't even know if her if uh daniel's ex-husband knows what really happened to daniel i'm sorry what happened to victor i don't know if he's ever gonna know but i know that if he found out if he has any kind of conscience which i would hope since he's a teacher he does he's gonna feel terrible you literally sent this man to a, a country that it's illegal to be himself like you cannot be okay you're a gay man you should you should not be okay with this and victor seems like a genuinely really nice person and the thing that really struck me was the way that the whole family loved him and it seemed like they liked him way more i should I would even say loved him way more than they loved his ex uh daniel's ex-husband um they seems as though they like tolerated him not necessarily like liked him liked him i could be wrong but that's just from my from my perspective victor looked like he was really um really loved speaking of which i keep thinking about that party where they drank that synthetic japanese uh liquor (laughs) and um steven got naked it's like dude your daughters are right there how drunk are you for you to think this is acceptable you in front of a fire dancing around naked that was the funniest party i ever seen they were shit-faced i mean they might have well like that liquor might make you not have a hangover but it seems like it gets you (laughs) so toasted like crazy drunk (laughs) it was pretty funny Um, what else i want to talk about oh when their um dad died it seemed like steven took it way worse than everyone else and i got the feeling that it wasn't just the death of his father that made him have that breakdown in front of the bike because for a second i thought he got the news about his daughter like i thought she was gonna like take like try and get uploaded into a computer which i didn't think was a real thing so she was just gonna end up dead be dead and i thought that's why he didn't include celeste in the um conversation 
but then it turned out to be his their father and i mean i i don't know it sounds like they've been he's been out of the picture for a while and if they if he married that other lady and their son looked like he's in his 50s i mean i'm assuming they were divorced for quite some time i can't imagine i i don't know how long he was out of life but it seems like it was a pretty long time so it just seemed weird that he was having that meltdown um but I also don't think it was all that I and and his affair I don't get like so you lose all of your money your family has to move into the grandma's house Celeste isn't yelling at you and she's not mad she's not complaining so that that's why you're cheating on her that like that whole speech didn't that's what it came across to me and I find that peculiar I knew that she knew as soon as we saw them at the party um together and the fact that he wasn't even being discreet at the party he needed his ass whoop I don't know why she hasn't said anything I don't know the circumstances so maybe she just doesn't she 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 just doesn't have it in her right now to say it maybe she's waiting for them to be not in the grandma's house I have no idea she probably has nowhere to go she probably don't want a confrontation it's it's hard to say um but I knew she knew and we got confirmation of that um I think it's really stupid that their father named the other son Stephen like if I had a Stephen I don't care if it's spelled different and then the new my new significant other was like I'm gonna name my child Stephen too no the fuck you're not Stephen is already my son I'm not gonna name my other son Stephen bitch come up with a different name like that's just stupid and it seems petty which is ridiculous because you cheat you 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 got some some other woman's husband and you stole him away and now you're literally replacing his oldest son with another Stephen like <laughs> now I I don't blame them for not liking Jackie because she seems like a bitch <laughs> you think she would be nice to the kids but whatever naming two kids Stephen is just a man's two two sons a man has Stephen is ridiculous I'm gonna spell it with the V it's still Stephen you idiot um and then when uh oh god what is her name the oldest sister when she drank the father i wanted to vomit that was nasty <laughs> she is so gross Ugh. um and then lastly i want to talk about their oldest daughter um i knew she was gonna do something stupid i think it, i think it's I mean, I don't know if this is going to change her idea of what transhuman is. It sounds like like if she was doing her research, she should know that um, 10,000 pounds for two people is way cheaper. If they're saying it normally costs $500,000, why would you be able to get two people? Or I'm sorry, 500,000 pounds. Why would you think that you could get it done for two people done for 10,000 pounds? Like you got to be you're not even trying to be smart here it sounds like you are smart so you should probably act that way (sighs) I don't know what this is gonna mean but that one girl lost her eye and it sounds like the technology's all jacked up they kind of got it okay but it sounds like they don't have the right equipment I don't know it's kind of gross and (sighs) I just I can't get around this whole transhuman thing I try to be open-minded but some things just don't make sense to me like if you can't you can't go from being a human to a computer that's not even if that's possible 
once you get rid of your body aren't you dead like your brain can't live without the other organs so you being uploaded into a computer system can't can't mean that even if they have the capability to put your conscious in a computer which i don't believe that that that's ever going to be a real thing um you're dead at that point and now you're no longer alive and how can a parent be okay with that that's like committing suicide to me personally like i said i try to be open-minded but that's not something i could ever get around i just i there's no way so yeah i think that's all i got um I don't really care for the the sister, the one with cerebral palsy. Um, No, was it spina bifida? She had something, the one in the wheelchair. I think she's a terrible mom and she just seems like she's always focused on the wrong things her one son is gonna be a fucking moron because all he does is watch tv now she had like he's just attached to virtual reality and that's fine does he even know words i think i've heard him say like three things and it was related to a tv and then her other son her sister got dressed up dressing up like a girl lying to her so the fact that he would even be okay with lying to his mom lets me know that her relationship with him isn't that great because my son he can't lie his body rejects it he be trying but he can't and he just walking around with those uh ribbons in his head and his mom ain't got no questions like how'd you even how did this even happen who put those in your hair why oh do you like ribbons do you like you know like it's just i don't know i don't know if i'm supposed to like her but the fact that she voted for vivian also shows me the kind of a person she is i i don't know I, I could be by myself with her, but I don't I don't care for for the sister either too much. That's why I don't have much to say about her. <sighs> I think I went through everyone. I'm still having trouble with everyone's names. Um, I only remember the people that I like the characters, I guess, that I like the most, really. <sighs> That's all I got. So I'll end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, be me out. That is Lamia with her thoughts on the episode. So let's talk about Ralph's pettiness. So I'm glad that you and I, okay, you are a rational person. Now, I wouldn't take it this far. I would not. As you stated, it's very hypocritical having a person, he got caught up in the situation, but he wasn't thinking about that. I mean, let's be real. He wasn't thinking about that. This man's up in his car talking about how (laughs) he is so in love with this dude. He wasn't thinking about hurting Victor. He was thinking about hurting Daniel. And hurting Daniel means taking away the thing that makes you the happiest right now. And that is your man's. And I'm sure, I hope, as you said, one day he comes out. I mean, why would you come out and say it at that point? But he feels bad about he probably does in his soul of what he did he allowed a moment of just emotion people make stupid calls in emotion too they don't think about it as far as (laughs) you would be like oh well he'll get it deported and he'll do this and all he's thinking is he'll go back to his country he's not as into or was never a part of the whole immigration thing in the way that daniel was so it also could be that they're two different people that kind of never really understood that so i'm not excusing his behavior because it's awful 
I don't think I I mean I would want to get somebody fired <laughs> but not not really I say that but not really like I would want to get him fired like if I'm mad at somebody best believe I'm gonna make sure you feel it fuck someone else feeling it for you <laughs> and you just being half a sad even though it caused a lot of uh a lot of things on Daniel's side of things to be uh pretty discombobulated but yes that the, there needs to be a line and you shouldn't cross it even in a terribly stupid moment i mean i remember one time i was in a fight with and i was this was like really young guys really young like 19 years old and i like crashed my car into a freaking curb because i was so angry and i just took the car and i crashed it into the curb crashed it into the curb he was cheating on me so you do stupid shit when you are feeling betrayed when you are feeling uh your trust being taken advantage of i've been there in that moment to know that he wasn't thinking rationally and then it was too late because once you click and you send that picture in it's too late you can't take it back now but um so yeah not excusing it but i can comprehend where it came from and why it happened and it was dirty what daniel did was dirty there's no like i can't imagine a a worse way of finding it out than at your grandmother leaving you stranded there too i mean how much of a fool do you have to make someone before they are rationally allowed to snap because i know that would be me cooking some damn grits on the stove and i don't intend to eat them let's move on to rosie yeah i i think she's funny but yeah she is that one that like her her parenting is very questionable even the ribbons in the hair she's like oh is that okay why are you asking if it's okay that's your son useful if if Muriel wasn't okay with it you'd be like no that's what he likes do you have a problem you you don't have any type of like I, I feel like she loves them but she doesn't like she doesn't teach them she doesn't parent them in the way that you would think parents were to be involved granted we're getting snapshots into their lives they don't look like they're neglected they're just not they're in that middle in category that exactly what you said is wrong with americans we're just stupid the and a great deal of us are black white poor uh rich yes there are a lot of billionaires like trump that cheated their way into like oh i'm a good hustler and i know how to break the rules and i can meet the right people because my daddy had money so yeah when you come from that cushion you can fall on your ass quite a bit and still manage to get another loan to open up another hotel i it's crazy it's crazy how you can jump from many political parties and (laughs) it's it's insane it's insane that is definitely what 2020 has taught us all that life is is very insane and that people they really don't think they don't want to think they want to shut their brains down because thinking means having concepts of very real live very third view things and i know what you said is not just 
book smarts. That's absolutely correct. It's not just understanding common sense, but it is exactly the thing that many people, particularly if you've come as what I was stating a little bit earlier in the pod about how when you come from a different type of more uh, suffering type of background or, or, you know, you have to struggle more you are built a little bit more resiliently and those people don't they never have to figure that part out so when things start to dissolve for them that's why they go down so fucking hard and they're shooting their whole fucking families up because they can't they can't get with the idea that oh my god i might have to spend four hundred dollars a month on food and make it work just a lot of things I don't even feel like talking about the world right now. <laughs> I refuse. I'm not paying. I get what you're saying too about it's whatever, almost a month for him still being in office. He's losing and he's embarrassing himself to a larger mass. And yes, he could be insanely doing something, but one has to believe or still trust in. I mean, it's the same thing with the election. We weren't trusting in that. We were being very pessimistic. That's why I kind of jumped off the internet that whole week because I refused to go down these rabbit holes of the what ifs because what if we get fucking hit by an asteroid tomorrow? Ain't nothing we gonna do to stop us from getting hit by an asteroid tomorrow and all of us being dead and us having no concept that we were dead before we knew we were dead. So if you want to go down the what if rabbit hole, there is so many things that can really put a damper on anyone's day. And I just feel in this point after this year that I don't have the energy anymore to fully put my time into that what if situation. I'm going to believe that good still can triumph over evil. And it did. I mean, he's not going anywhere and winning loss. I mean, even his biggest fan is kind of like, yeah, there's no fucking fraud here. Anytime that some of your biggest people, like you said, the people are just uh, quitting, even the Speaker of the House finally left. Eventually, some somebody's jumping off the ship because this man is being and doing the things that he's doing because he has nothing to lose. Nothing. He knows damn well the minute he steps off of whatever drive that is, because yes, I don't know the White House's address, Um, (laughs) stepped off what that drive is. There are so many suits coming after him that he is either going to jail or they're going to take everything else that he has. And the fact that he decided to make uh, a lot of enemies along the way, and some very powerful ones at that that's uh that's a very i mean he's being left out to dry and the only people still on his his team are the ones in which are in his little black book of blackmail i i mean i can't even believe that giuliano is standing next to him filing these damn lawsuits i thought he would have quit by now but apparently he need that money too bad or he's just more like this is easy money all i gotta do is do what the madman says and I don't have to be invested in it or it's a scam to take money from people who are donating for these dumbass lawsuits to put in his bank account so that he could pay many many legal fees that he has not to mention bribes and everything else 
I can sit here and go back and forth with you all day on what Trump is doing, but I've already put more energy speaking the words than I wanted to. But yes, <laughs> I just, I can't go down that, that same rabbit hole. And then as far as the whole Steven situation, yeah, that's self-loathing. What, what are you going to do? That's what men do when they feel useless or they feel like the thing that made them a man is gone, then they think it's okay to just go out and ruin their lives by, I mean, it's not like he even picked a really good looking woman or anything or someone younger. He just picked whoever was going, whoever would deal with his bullshit. Cause they don't seem to have the greatest or most loving relationship. Sure. They entertain each other, but she's like yeah you entertain me i entertain you but that's what this is and that's all this is she lives in the studio and she's not too happy about it so misery has the tendency to like company and make each other better and and that's the stupid part because he doesn't realize he's not only hurting her well he does he he wants to he wants to sabotage his entire life, his entire marriage. And that's why I think it was very symbolic that he ran over that bicycle, not just because it killed their father. And he did take it the hardest. But like you said, it, when he got to the funeral, it felt as if he was just a little bit more <laughs> inclined to be on the pessimistic side like yeah he doesn't feel like a real brother he's a half brother like he didn't want no no part of that and i think that's everything oh and the thing with viv rock uh yeah i said that in the last pod she's totally absolutely a hundred percent a representation of trump there's no other <laughs> there are no doubts about that whatsoever she is totally and then the way she put up the four stars oh yeah they are she's you're supposed to dislike her and she's playing the role i love emma thompson so much is that her yeah i believe that's emma thompson playing the role of she even the way she paled up her skin i mean she's fucking brilliant the way they even do her hair yeah they are practically as i stated earlier dragging him through dog doo-doo <laughs> with this female representation of his character and that's exactly what that man is and with that let's move on to queen shy hey christina it's me shy i am back to give my feedback for years and years episode three um as stated before i am i saw that you had <laughs> this uh show on twice this week for a podcast so once again give my feedback um early because i'm gonna be a bit busy um yeah i enjoyed this one um it's uh it was a lot it's, i had a few more questions with this one than i did the last one um, <clears throat> excuse me um but yeah i enjoyed it um again i was uh laughing at the uh the part about um <laughs> when Vivi, vivian was saying uh the 70 iq that people got to take an iq test in order to uh <laughs> to vote i'm not gonna lie uh <laughs> that one sounded um very very intriguing um 
especially when you consider our country and the stupid people that have voted and in the, in the, who they voted for. I'm not going to say any names, but yeah, not the, the sharpest tools in the shed. So yeah, anyway, um, I was kind of frustrated with um, some, you know, some of the people in this episode, Steven in particular, um, he uh, did the, the whole cliche of him and a wife not getting along, Celeste is still bitter about the money they lost, and so, yeah, I mean, divorce, I mean, financial issues is the number one cause of divorce, and they're definitely having their share of financial issues, and is leading to, um, yeah, some strife in their relationship, Stephen chose to have an affair because yep that's what happens when your ego is or your pride is taking a hit you seek out and and your wife is upset and instead of turning to her and trying to resolve it you know let's go find that in another woman because that's that solves things and so yeah so very frustrating that Stephen not surprised but frustrating that he chose to go down that route um yeah I'm kind of I was so happy to see that Victor was okay I mean I really like Victor I mean of course you know was messed up how they got together him and Daniel but I still think that was um shitty of Ralph to do that because you know Victor could have died um something you know really horrible could have happened to him um with him you know doing what he did but i guess he didn't give a crap it was all about revenge and making him pay for putting him through that well uh just when i thought bethany had was compromising on her transhuman um thought process we see that she indeed um was still trying to find a way to digitize digital ties did I say that right <laughs> digitize herself um so oh my god all this time I was like what are they doing what are they doing it was freaking me out like I don't know what her and her friend were trying to do uh, and then we find out at the end like oh my god oh <laughs> I tell you what and I didn't mention this in the last podcast about the um the blink when Viv was Vivian was talking about the blink, how you can, you know, control technology um, and all the things that your kids could get into, and you know, this just reminded me of that in this one, and it's just amazing. It's like, yeah, I mean, our technology, there's good to it, but there's also um, a lot of cons to it as well. And then we got, you know, the transhuman uh, thing going on where people are wanting to digitize themselves and so they're trying to change their eyeballs into camera I'm like oh my gosh uh uh, it just to be young and to be so um vulnerable to scams like this is so it's so scary then we have the um Vic, uh, Vincent, the everyone, you know, the dad, 
him um, dying in this episode before his 70th birthday. And uh, of course, you know, <clears throat> that one hit a little bit home for me, you know, in the aspect of, you know, just you make plans to see people and, um, and life doesn't always go according to plan. And sometimes, you know, you put off things and next thing you know, that person is no longer with you. And yeah, um, so I know and I try to live and try not to live with regrets, but it's almost impossible to go through life without um, wishing you done things differently or wishing you made another choice in certain things. But again, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't overall live with regrets um, because it teaches us to be um, or it gives us our experiences, good, bad and ugly. So. Um, but yeah, it is a challenge at times, especially when um, you run out of time with loved ones um, and you don't get to say things that you wish you could have said. So yeah, that one hit home with me. Um, and it's also amazing that, you know, we hear Rosie talking and that's something that in my line of work we deal with all the time, you know, in you know, psychology um, is you know how children blame themselves for parents decisions um in this case you know divorce you know you would think that kids wouldn't take that on and but a lot of times they do they find a way to blame themselves for you know adult issues and adult things because that's just you know how kids think and so for Rosie, you know, she, you know, her thought process isn't surprising to me. Every, you know, when everyone else was born, everything was fine. But as soon as she was born, you know, and, you know, with, I don't even know, she said she had the spina bifida, that, um, that was the nail, the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. And there's so much more that goes into things, but you know, they take that on, they internalize that. And so that's exactly what she did. And I'm sure that's, um, I'm sure that's played a role in the decisions that she's made throughout her life, um, along with everyone else. Um, you get to see, um, how each sibling thought of the other, thought of, you know, like the mom how she felt about them and um, how they thought she felt about them and you know how that um, helped guide them in the direction that they went in throughout their lives. Excuse me, sorry, hiccup. And then of course, we got the, I mean, did they really name their child, Vincent and Jacqueline, name their child Stephen too, but would it be seriously? I mean, who does that? <laughs> I'm like, that is so weird. And then they're like calling each other by their names. Like, you know, Steven, 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 Steven. Like, what the hell is that? That is so weird. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. <laughs> um, we see there's still no love loss with Muriel, with Vincent. Um, she, uh gave him a flush down the toilet um so yeah she is just not forgiving for what he did to her daughter and that was so nasty what Edith did she actually drank her father oh 
ugh, ugh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, that that was ugh, no, no, that was disgusting. Yeah, we see that. Um, thank God. I think I said this. Uh, Victor made it to Spain, so hopefully, you know, that will turn out okay. Cause yeah, I was stressing out a little bit. I really did think something bad was gonna happen to Victor. So, and he really does love Daniel. So it wasn't about, you know, just citizenship for him. He really fell in love um, with, you know, with him. So that was, that was good. That was nice to see. So um, I'm kind of confused with the Lincoln thing. So does he think of himself as a girl or was that a role that Edith was getting him to play? Because even after they did that whole thing that they did he still wanted to wear the ribbons in his hair so not quite sure what that was about and then we got Lee I mean does he deal in the real world because I think every time we've seen him he's either on some type of technology he's watching TV now he's in this virtual world all the time um yeah that can't be healthy uh, I mean I get you know doing that some but it just seemed like that's all he does he's not interacting with his family in a real way so I thought that was interesting but it was good to see Lincoln um actually talking in this episode he had a talking role <laughs> finally because as I said in the last podcast um yeah he I didn't think he talked because he had yet to say anything so that was good to see so we all know that this Celeste Steven thing is not going to end well. So it's going to it's very interesting how that is going to come out because you know it's coming. And um, yeah, we see that the the four star party has the has the the power, has the control. Reminds me so much of what we got going on um, in today's world. It's just such so many parallels to what's going on. Um, it's funny that, you know, they show everyone voting for someone different in that, um, <laughs> in that, uh, poll thing. So, yeah, um, but yeah, this one was good. I enjoyed it. Um, really enjoying this, um, show. Really glad you brought it to our attention, Christina. And so, I'm sure I'm leaving something out. There's always something so much going on in these episodes, so much to digest and think about and talk about, um, but not enough time to do all that in this feedback. All right, um, but I'll leave it at that. Until next time, much love, peace, and oh, I, I will say one more thing. You know, I think I would have been okay. No, I'm not. I think I would have been, I would have found that scene funnier with the bike guy if it wasn't a black guy if it wasn't I mean I don't know that just I didn't it didn't it just brought me a different way I, it, I didn't like it you know them running over that guy's bike I just yeah I, I didn't feel that scene at all I was yeah anyway that's all I got until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy Shaw said, leave the black man alone. Don't you go after the black man and you got a black wife. <laughs> so let's jump back on Steven once again. I think I've said all really I need to see about say about him. But um, there's something you mentioned. 
Oh shit, now I can't remember. <laughs> oh, about their worth. Yes, their worth being tied. Yeah, there's just a lot of self-loathing with Steven. I think that he's not trying to do anything. Like, I, I thought you brought up him being like she's not cursing him out about it why oh because he feels guilty because he feels like it was on him he was the man that that handled their bank account so while she's not saying it's your fault and she's angry about it he feels as if it's his fault and he's putting that guilt on himself and he should come out of it and you know he's also miserable about his current situation i mean he's (laughs) he's reduced to five jobs (laughs) and he's being humiliated and then he can't even use his own knowledge to possibly start over and try to build a business because he's got the smarts for it but he's being put in a position in which his iq is not being utilized very much like the the astrologist from oxford those people just have a hard time gripping again i'm not i'm not at all <laughs> i think it's because celeste is a black woman that, sh- that shit that come with us not all of us are good at, at that but um a lot of us definitely know at least how to hustle <laughs> like when times is tight we ain't gonna fall all the way apart a lot of us know how to to get our ass back up but y'all both mentioned that cracks me up y'all everybody mentioned the iq test because everybody does say it but like i said previously that's a slippery ass road because the thing about money is it always um supersedes what the law is and so while we could be like oh yeah yeah even the billionaires people like trump will get it people like trump will also pay someone else to forge that test <laughs> people like trump will find ways in which to control things and even the people who get in office some of the people that are truly smart maybe they got the smarts but they ain't got the money and money still controls everything it's a sad reality but it is a reality that's why some people decide to go amish and divorce themselves from that idea of capitalism it's why so many so many fought over it for many years because it is power in very few people's hands and the one thing the people have to retain is the power to vote and that includes even the people that are not (laughs) the brightest in the box allowing them that freedom that is what america does stand for and what does make it a great country despite us really upset with it and shitting on it at times all of that is valid true we're not (laughs) we're not the poster child however we've done a lot of things like religious freedom that was us first you know there were a lot of things that even in our country now where you go down to jamaica you're gay you get macheted in america is not to say that things don't happen to gay people but most people do have the tendency to be upset by it now because they have a sister that's gay or a cousin that's gay and while they don't want maybe not agree with it they don't think it's okay to take them in the woods and bash their heads in like it's not as prolific you don't have the police coming into people's homes i say that with black lives matter but no one's saying that's the norm no matter how the normalcy of it 
has become in more or prolific i should say because it's different all over the country too it's not the same in ohio as it is in mississippi it's not the same in new york as it is in washington dc it's not the same in texas as it is in illinois it is all about the culture in which people go to and yeah a lot of people in the south are hugely uneducated and if we're being real transparent a lot of them are african-american so when we think about oh we have that moment of yeah we would love to get rid of those people that voted for that one man but then there's also the flip side of that is that just because you don't have that iq doesn't mean you can't know the difference between right or wrong or be able to decide it is the power of the people or the 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 hope of the system that we still have is that we can triumph over that like there's no comparison to the 2020 election to the 19 or not 19 what am i talking about 2020 what's four years ago shit 2016 election there's no comparison between those four years and as much as you people even hated trump during that time it's nothing compared to what happened in 2020 <laughs> so they, one could say they all are oh i predicted the end of the world and back in 1990 yeah but you may not have seen it like this not quite like this <laughs> and that's where i think even those people that were or may have voted for him back then did not vote for him a second time and because of that we won a lot of fucking states and made the right decision so for as much as we can criticize we also have to give praise for the things that this country is still known for even in the past even what we're doing right now we still let all the immigration and i mean the immigration that came in this country in 1939 uh between the 40s it's just on a mass effect level that it is not really seen many times in history mass exodus is like or influxes to countries uh even when it was detrimental we still did the right thing so if there are enough people out there fighting for the right thing your intellect does not define everything however it is very frustrating when <laughs> you see on the internet all those people that are so dumb and you talk to those people that are so dumb and i talk to a lot of people too who are so dumb and you start to get put into that pessimistic bubble of this is so out of control but as out of control it is it's still salvageable it has been salvaged to a certain extent and we have to keep praying that the next generation will pick up where the previous one did because sometimes it comes with time now that i've gotten on my spiel about all of that um about the the pigtails i think she's just i think lincoln wants to be a girl and didn't realize like she was or he i'm already calling him she he was way into being Susie. like he had a name picked up and he didn't even say like oh this is weird or i don't like this or oh you're making me a girl no he was so comfortable that i believe that he is either transgender or um well most likely transgender 
that would explain it quite a bit because he is thoroughly i mean he let his hair grow out like a girl so i wouldn't be surprised you're so right about the other kid i hardly remember his name because he's barely he's barely alive and that's what all other people do you know they let other things parent their children and you gotta watch that because then they become not the best (laughs) oh man i really want you to watch feed just watch feed if you want to see how oh i love that fucking uh show i'm so mad i'm not getting the second season because it's so good it's based on a book and the book is not as good but it is all about hey if uh, not not transhuman but somewhere along that line of what if we use technology to be able to connect to the internet and we can imprint it in your brain i know mimi said we'll never get to the point where we're uploading consciousness no not for a very very long time and i hope never ever there's something special about the human experience and it shouldn't be digitalized at all what am i saying as we have smartphones iphones things that we take pictures of (laughs) see how we can easily be uh be talking out of both sides of our mouths and that's why i find myself with edith Moore, like do good when i can even though i wouldn't have taken it that far I, i ain't doing all that but she has the means and the opportunity and the connection she dedicated her life to that good for her we need the ediths of the world but i am that's why i'm so i'm not republican i'm not democrat i'm not any part of any party i believe living my life doing the best thing the right thing and no judgment no judgment except for the people that are asininely ignorant and full of hatred and disgusting things well then then all the cards are off (laughs) the deal's off sir it's off you are officially allowed to be dragged so what else did you mention oh about living day day to day yes never having regrets i i try to live by that motto but i know some things where i'm just like yeah i don't care even if it happens tomorrow (laughs) i felt what i felt and yeah i i I know that feeling though i've heard my mom mention it many times um fortunately for me i should say i had had to go to a personal experience in which i have not been able to say what i wanted to say to the people i wanted to say them to um because y'all know me i very much 100 percent say it so (laughs) and i think that's just maybe me living into the no regret section uh is that i do speak my mind and and i don't let things fester or not be left unsaid you're gonna know where you stand with me always i think that's all i got i am hoping you are having a better week and that uh this podcast us talking about these shows are still helping you along as i am waning i feel like i'm waning right at this podcast like i'm ready to go sleep or maybe i'm just (laughs) uh perfectly content listening to myself talk because that's usually what i'm doing when i'm recording these 
So if you want to join in the conversation, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com, you can send it in written format or audio, 10 minutes or less. You can find this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe. And if you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic.